What's up, everybody? Welcome to Table Story Warped, the finale! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the official stream of the Once Old is New RPG and the finale of Table Story Warped. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. How's it going? How's everybody doing today? It's raid day. The raid Surviving. Today. It's, it's raid, raid day. day. Yeah. Oh, it's Saturday your raid day? Yeah. I miss those feelings. I used to like, rush home from work and be like, I got a raid. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I liked MMOs. I miss out on all of this. Yeah. I, like, I used to rush home from being unemployed. Raid day! <laughs> Seven days a week so far. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, uh, I, I mean, I was the the guild leader and the the raid leader, so I I was the I was the uh, person screaming at everyone when they fucked up. Don't uh, stand in stuff. I hope you're the one that shouted that because there's a healer for raids. It did annoyed me so much when the DPS just stands still in the middle of an AOE and just yeah. take damage. I was the raid leader healer, so I was. I was the healer who was like, I'm trying to heal you. <laughs> Get out of this. You are all currently memes right now. <laughs> 50 DKP minus. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was the uh, the leader and uh, main tank slash off tank slash healer as the druid. Um, yeah. Yeah. That I mean was druid as well. Off tank. Main healer, off tank. I, I played spent Warrior, a and I... no one ever let me play DPS. So I never got the tank. Okay, but we're going at my pace. Slow down. Fuck this means off. nothing to me. Nothing. <laughs> Honestly, <Fuck off! laughs> I think I think uh, I think DPS is the hardest. I think uh, healing was the was the most fun and intense, but it was simple. I knew what to do. Just make sure the little health bars didn't go down to the bottom. I had a video of us doing our first uh, Prince Kalthos successful run. And I accidentally deleted it, and I was looking like all over to see if I could find the video because it was really good. It shows like how insane I am when I'm on the raid. I've got like ten thousand buttons on the screen, and and it's game time. And it was just like I, I had like I remember people in the guild watching it, and they were like, "How how do you how how do you do that?" <laughs> like I'm like I don't know. I just had you ever to do seen it. the uh, the meme of. DPS while screen versus healer while screen. Yeah. It's like DPS while screen is like minimal and healers is just like covered with like everything you have to watch. Yeah. I'm like, well, I keep all my really important hotkeys on my index finger and thumb. So it was like T, G, and B were all the like important uh I need to heal right now spells. And uh it was it was just it was just hilarious because I was like people would be like oh I just click the button on my UI. Oh, <laughs> I used the tank. Read, I only need one button, which I labeled. Oh, the rogue has pulled aggro again. Click that one. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. How are you doing there, pony? I'm you want smiling. To join in? I'm polite. That's why I'm smiling. I have no idea. <laughs> I just wanted Pony to start throwing in some random words, just like yeah, PBJ, yeah, oh, Tony, okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the Destiny Two I loved until after a week when it was nothing more to do. But that was a fun MMO. Fun raids. Fun. Destiny Two is fun to look at. It looks great. The raids are so creative. I love them <laughs> so much. Um. But today we are here to play <laughs> tabletop role-playing game, uh, not 
an MMO. Uh, today we're here to finish up our warped campaign. It's been silly. It's been uh, extra fun. extra fun, but uh, all things must come to an end. And today is the finale. Uh, why don't we go around the room? Let's introduce our wonderful players and their characters as we uh, wrap things up today. Let's let's do it. Uh, here we go. Bobby, you want to start us off there, bud? What's up, guys? I'm Bobby here on Twitch. Uh, probably going to be streaming something tomorrow, more than likely WoW, because it's all I do, either WoW or NBA 2K. Big hype for me. Uh, this is the day that the Raptors NBA season officially starts, preseason. So that's like all I'm going to be doing for the next foreseeable several months is watch basketball. So I'm pretty excited for that. Tonight's, or this right now, the finale of Warped. It's going to be good. Can't wait to see how uh, it unfolds. And uh, let's get to it. Thank you, sir. Pony. Hi, I'm Pony Punch. Uh, Pony Punch on Twitch. Uh, and I play RE9 and other characters. Here's something I bet you guys didn't even know existed, by the way. Caffeine water. Isn't that just coffee? No, it's it's water. It's like mineral water with taste of apple with coffee in it. It's weird. Uh, and I do I do role playing games, not like this, like GTA Arc. Although it's been like a year since Arc, but over like channels. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did I was gonna do the pale thing, but it was too late because it was at the end. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, simply. Hi, I'm pale, but you can call me simply. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Steal jokes. Uh, no, I'm a red broadcaster here on Twitch. Uh, I play a lot of Warframe right now. I've really been getting into it. Community is really great. Um, I do creative. I've been doing missions. And on this show, uh, on Warped, I play Ruby Tootie, a resident medical officer, uh, and Boker, the adopted ogre, and a character we will never see. Or right. <laughs> <laughs> I had ideas, man. Okay, but no time. Um, I am gonna miss the show, or at least like the season of the show. Um, it's been fun being the um, the medical officer has no idea what to do except for just apply band aids and go. It's gonna be fine, you know. But yeah, thanks to everybody for sticking around and watching with me too. I'm sorry if you guys hear my cat this whole time. She's mad at me because she's not allowed on my desk anymore, and so she's literally standing behind my tablet going. What does she do to deserve the banishment? She knocks stuff over all the time. But it's not like it's not like the I'm an asshole cat knockover. It's the excuse me, I gotta sprawl out and clean the spaces between my legs, thus my legs are gonna knock things off your desk thing. That's how okay. Peachy lives his life. <laughs> Zagoticus! No. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Zgarkis. You may know me from such role-playing shows as The Northern Winds, Blood and Mist, Warped Campaign 1 and 2, uh, the one with the demons, and the other ones, Seventh Eon and stuff. Uh, I play Jimmy Marinson, who's a very good fixer of things. Are you saying you're on too many table story shows, Zgarkis? I'm saying that I'm so glad I've been on so many. <laughs> I would love to be on like at least I think three is my max so we'll see um, but yeah I play Jimmy he fixes things but then also doesn't do his job properly so more things get broken because he's poorly organized 
Speaking of poorly organized, Peachy. <laughs> I mean, he low-hanging fruit. What do you want from me? Get your hands off my low-hanging fruit, bro. <laughs> my name's Peachy Pixelate. I'm a t-shirt designer. You can pick these up. You've got to search on TV before slash Peachy Pixelate. Bio merch is no longer a meme, but I don't stop saying it. And who are you playing, Peachy? I don't know. Who am I? Where is this one? I'm on so many table stores. Oh, I don't know how you do it, Scotticus. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I play um, Perfect Ford, Jitator, and uh, Neil Beige. And they're all pretty much the same character with a different voice, to be honest. I'm not, I haven't got that much depth. Let's be real. Just make a voice. Guys, if you want to do RP and you need a different character, just do a different voice. Ask Pony. He is an RP streamer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how you roleplay, guys. That's exactly how you roleplay. That's how I do it. I just make a voice and go with it. He nailed uh, it. That's that's the the crux of role playing. Peachy pixelate words to live by. Um, can I do, before we just jump? Can I ask, dude? I have fifty two XP. Should I do something with that? <laughs> can we just blow all our XP? <laughs> I didn't realize I had a gun. I was saving it. it to level up. <laughs> you can technically, but I don't want to spend the time to do that on the finale. He's wondering. <laughs> Yeah, if only you had a way to figure out what you could do with XP, like some sort of book or something. If only, if only there was some some sort of reference like material that was available fully to you that Too had bad. the rules and things. Okay, let's start. Personally, I just like being the twink of the group and not not leveling up anything at all. So <laughs> It's a different thing in my world. <laughs> oh no! Like I'm talking about like wow reference again. Sorry. <laughs> Funnel gear to the twinks. Wow. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> welcome. We use mature language on this show. In case you were not aware, um, it is the it is the finale. It's the finale. And uh, why don't we talk a little bit about what happened last time and get right into it because uh, we got a lot to do today. And not a lot of time to do it. Let's what the hell? Don't stop. 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 You stop. You stop. You hear me? Stop. It's um, too late. <laughs> to apologize. So, too late. The uh in the previous episode, uh the characters and the captain um, we're trying to strategize as the hunt for Carter McQuaid, Captain McQuaid's brother, uh, went underway. They met with the two other captains um, who were on a sort of joint task force to try and uh, capture Carter McQuaid. Um, they met up trying to strategize and determine the best means of following Carter. They've narrowed him down to three possible systems uh, n known as uh, Mia Placidus, Dubhe, and Algeba. Um, and 
they're trying to figure out the best way to do things. Expecting some sort of ambush or some sort of trap, something. Um, they were strategizing, finding out which way would be the best way to handle things. Um, there were some uh, suggestions of, of uh, going to nearby systems, trying to use probes to determine if there is some something lying in wait. Um, there were suggestions of changing course so that they don't take a direct route. There were a lot of possibilities thrown about. And uh, we sort of left off with Captain McQuaid weighing his options uh, uh, with, um, with Commander Beige um, as they tried to figure out a plan. Um, to, to chase after Carter. Carter, determined by the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations to be one of the key factors starting in a civil war between the Venetians um, of, of the planet Vendelier, a, a key group of people in the Alliance um, and causing destabilization of their economy with their moon of Shoku, they have a sort of uh, special crystal that they mine from the moon with the help of Boreans. And, um, well, things didn't go well there. Carter set up some sort of ambush and some sort of trigger for some civil war to go down. He used the opportunity to sabotage the ship the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations Explorer. And um, they took heavy damage. Carter got away. And now we're left with the chase. So, I think we start today's session here um, with uh, the meeting continuing between Captain M. Zittle Captain McQuaid, and I'm trying to remember the other person's name, and I'm forgetting. Tahani? Yes, Tahani. Captain Tahani. As, uh, yeah, you guys are, you guys are in this, uh, in the, the ready room here. Uh, Commander Beige is with you as well, and their number, number two officers, uh, with them. Uh... You guys are trying to strategize. Captain M. Ziddle has brought forth the possibility of um, trying to engage as quickly as possible, not allow Carter an opportunity to set up um, any sort of defense, um, while uh, Captain Tahani has posited the option of sort of changing course and coming in from a different angle. Tahani, she looks at you and says, "Yes." This alternate route that uh, you're bringing up—where specifically are you intending us enter these systems in Dubni? Well, we have a few possibilities if we go to. Um, if we were to make an end run around the algebra system to uh, Regulus, possibly, we could send out a few probes or um, 
the lake to try to detect if anything has happened in the systems. Hmm. I think that may be our best approach. If, I'm we were assuming... to, if we were to head directly to Dubhe from our location, there's a chance we would move through the planetary totalitarians of Kingly Empire space. And it's best that we don't trespass. Uh, all that will do is escalate the situation. Hmm. M. Zitto. Yes. If we were to take an alternate route, and I know you are recommending a more direct approach, which route would you recommend? Would you... Are you thinking Dubni as well? Via Regulus? I mean, Dubni is the is the uh, the system with the majority of the piracy. My recommendation is that we were to go to Algeba. It is on the outskirts, and if they are not located there, it is possible that we could detect them from that location. And Algeba also has a large number of planetary bodies. If we were to go there, it is possible that we could hide our presence using these planetary bodies. Hmm. And Tahani, your scans, would that be effective? We would have to be at least in the same system to try and locate them. Um, their cloaking devices that they're using do have some weaknesses that we could pick up on, but not from extreme ranges. Hmm. Well, we definitely need to get onto Carter as soon as possible, and he does have a few days uh, head start. I think a direct route via algebra may be our best approach, but we definitely need to be cautious with our scans. Commander Beige? Yes, Captain? What are your thoughts on this? What would you recommend? Um, I'm more worried about uh, how the crew's going to hold up. Hmm. We're definitely going to be pushing them. Maybe a direct route to Algebra would be best. That's my vote. I vote for Algebra. The other question that I ask is if we should split up. My recommendation is that we do. I think it is possible that we would be able to locate them at a faster pace. If they are not located in Algebra, then there is a chance that they might be able to, if they are not expecting to stay and or fight, they could move to another location after a resupply. If we do split up and we go to these different systems, we may locate them faster. But it if does we mean if... Sorry, Captain. Oh, continue. It does mean if we were to split up uh, and there were some traps... Uh, set out for us then they'd have to get all three of us rather than just one trap with all of us yes exactly and they would probably be expecting us to stay together for strength as well I do believe Carter would think that hmm I just don't like the, the idea of us potentially getting caught alone I feel Sorry if I'm speaking out of turn, Captain, but I feel the most important part of the mission is to stop Carter. 
I agree. Uh, maybe it is best to to split up, but we should definitely all hit algebra together and start from there. We could sink our gems in. I think that may be the best approach. We should hit warp um, as soon as possible. We can, of course, communicate while at warp, um, and we will be at warp for a few weeks heading back towards Algebra and the other systems. Um, I feel as if we should get back to our ships right now and, uh, and head out. We were ordered to wait for the other arrivals in the system, but I personally agree with you, Captain. Hmm. We can leave a message behind, or we can, as a matter of fact, just message those ships directly. Um, they could potentially just drop warp and head back uh, towards Algebra. Um, have you got the order, a copy of the order? Perhaps I could look it over and see what loopholes I could find. Hmm. Um, I'm going to pull up um, the order that I have from the, uh, the Admiralty and just send it off to Commander Beige. No, you should have it there. I'm going to take a look at that. I'm going to see if we can find a loophole through those orders. So like, well, we had to go now. Sure. Make a... And we're not technically breaking orders. Uh, let's see what bullshit you can roll for this. Uh, bureaucracy? It's not really bureaucracy, though, is it? Why is it? Uh, it's going to be bureaucracy plus logic. Uh, I'm a burn both luck. Oh, does the luck come? F oh, hang on, I always get the luck dice pool modifier. It's not that one, is it? Correct. I'm going to lend a luck die as well. Lend oh. a luck die, so three so luck three. die. Ooh, this could be good. Ooh, there was only two ones in there. That's excellent for Peachy. Okay. That was, uh, what, 10 dice? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine dice. 27 on a 96. Um, okay. So, uh, essentially, there is a loophole that you find uh, in the orders. Um in that uh, the the system uh, of Vendelier uh, needs to see a an alliance presence um, before you were to move out. Now, technically, there is an alliance presence right now. There is technically an alliance presence in the orders here. Um, it says nothing for how long it has to remain here before you move out. Awesome. Um, Captain? Yes. Would you, agree, would you agree that uh, the system has seen a presence of the Alliance? Oh, absolutely. We've been here for near a week. I feel maybe spent a little bit too much in the dockyards. Well, there is no time specification. I think we are free to leave. I think that sounds perfect. Captains, would you agree? I feel as if we should head out right away. Very well. I think it is of the utmost importance. I'm a bit hesitant to skirt the um, the rules here, but uh, I have to agree. I think it, I think it's of tantamount importance to set out as quickly as possible. Perfect. Well, I will escort you back to the transportation room, and we'll be on our way. Captain. Captain. 
Captain. Captain. Captain. Stand and salute. Captain. And um, salute all around. Lead them, lead them back to the transportation bay. Captain. <laughs> it's like that Fraser episode, isn't it, Doctor? Doctor. 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 <laughs> I mean, they do that joke in a lot of different movies and stuff too. It's just. Uh, I think Airplane, med- or no, um, Naked Gun, I think was the first movie that started to do that shit. Uh, so, uh, you guys start to head out um, and uh, get, to your, get to the stations and whatnot. Um, the captains leave, and uh, just to be clear, uh, before we continue, your plan is to... Head to Algebra together, yes? Yeah, yeah. head to Algebra, do our scans with the science vessel, and then from there, more than likely separate. Um, but that's the that's the plan. As Who's it piloting at the moment? Uh, Zebu is... Uh, I think you guys started... This is the start of the shift, so Zebu would be on. Um, Zebu, how long will it take to get to Algebra? That depends. If we move at FTL, then, as requested by Captain Tehani, then we would be forced to spend quite a bit of time in warp. I calculate that we would be spending... We would be covering 123 parsecs of space if we move at FTL 10. Jeez, this guy likes the sound of his own voice, doesn't he? (laughs) Sorry, I have to do math. (laughs) Peachy's asking me questions so that he doesn't have to do math. I'm a commander, I don't gotta do map. <laughs> In before he says Jetator's piloting. <laughs> Approximately 50 days without stopping. 50. Yes, sir. Uh, Captain, I recommend that... Um... The ship's fixed now, right? Yeah. Uh, Captain, I recommend that um, we we stop the emergency crew and perhaps call back a bit and make sure everyone's rested considering the amount of pressure and stress that's been on them so far. So mm. we can be ready in 50 days. It's just it's such a long time. Um, we should initiate war, but can you coordinate a um, potential sweep um, with the science officers for any potential wormholes or anything that's undocumented along the way that might be able to get us back there a little quicker. Uh, Maybe, yes, um, Captain. Orchestrate with Tahini ship as well. Uh, RA9. Yes, hello. I feel like he just hello. pops up behind you. <laughs> hello. There's been um, a little bit of tension between the two of you. The Helve- the Helvetica wars have been raging. Oh, it was hell. It was hell. The the font wars and specifically your own little civil war, the the Helvetica war. 
Pony, can we have a little roll off to see if I caved in to Helvetica or not? Should of we just course. do like a, a like a flat D twenty or something stupid? No, no, right. the, this is a D six system, so we need to use D six. Oh, D six. So uh, let's do let's do three D six. Both of you roll a three D six. Who oh! is who is right? Pony with an eleven. Oh! Helvetica. I got a nice! six. You know it's the right choice, Paige. Fine. R-A-9's got like a data pad that he holds up and there's there's the sample text for Helvetica behind. I just scan my fingerprint. The quick brown fox jumps over the (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh that phrase is burned into the back of my retinas. It uses all of the letters, Peachy. I don't care. I just want to see what it looks like when I type in my Twitch address. That's all I care about. Uh, RA9, could you perhaps sweep our route on the way to... It's not Alderaan, is it? it. Dagobah. Dagobah. The Dagobah system. (laughs) It begins with A. I literally just said it. Algeria. Algebra. Uh, Arena, could you please sweep and check any um, star charts, if possible, uh, on our route to Algebra to see if there are any wormholes or anything that can shorten our journey? Of course. Uh, what do I roll for that? <laughs> uh... <laughs> It's going to be logic plus uh, astrogation. Okay. Isn't it two different things, though? Because there's star charts. That's probably different to actually scanning. Because our, our, we're not going to be able to scan 50. However many how many parsecs was it? 190? 124 parsecs, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Han Solo did... Did the castle run in, in fucking uh, thir- is thirteen parsecs? Twelve was it? Twelve, twelve. There you go. And they made a movie about was, that. That's so, crazy. Did that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now they made a whole movie about that shit. So. I hope in the movie they told us how he got his fucking name. Otherwise, great movie. Can I? Uh, so we. we which are astrogation, right? It's astrogation, yes. Yeah. What do you say, Bobby? Can I lend you some luck die? Uh, I should have. I... Yeah. Uh, if you've got them to spend, it's up to you. You can have I... three extra luck die. Three. Well, I can take two, and then I take my last. So I add three. So I just take two from you. Uh, okay. Take two. Twenty-four. Twenty-four on an eight D six. Okay. So, uh, you scan for possible wormholes. Uh, your scanner has a range, of course. You can only go so far with it. Um, there, there are no sort of no known anomalies on the route. There is a pulsar approximately 24 parsecs away, but it's not really on the same course as you. Now, the JO437-4715 Pulsar does have some strange things that happen around it. 
Um, it has been known to cause uh, anomalies. There are no guarantees that any such wormholes or anything like that may happen, but it is a strange place. Other than that, uh, you don't find a, a quick sort of means of uh, travel along the route. Page? What up? Uh, yes, sorry, nine. I could not find any any wormholes. However, I did find a pulsar. However, it is twenty-four parsecs away. Um. Uh, a pulsar. Um. Will, will that help us? It might. If we're willing to risk it, sure. Um. Uh, uh, explorer to Tah Captain Tahani. This is Captain Tahani. Captain Tahani, this is Commander Beige. Um, does your ship have any studies on pulsars? Yes, we were uh, recently investigating the pulsar uh, JO four three seven dash four seven one five. Uh, I look over. Is that the one that he was doing? Yeah. Yep. Um, the captain has uh, ordered me to see if we can shorten the route somehow. Um, do any of your findings on the pulsar perhaps might be useful for shortening the length or and or distance to where we need to go? There's like a there's a long pause that happens. And she says, There's a possibility. Um, we've done a few readings on the pulsar. Uh, originally thought to simply be broadcasting various bands of uh, electromagnetic radiation. Um, there have been a few anomalies surrounding um, the systems but um, nothing confirmed. From what we have studied, well, we did detect one anomaly that may or may not be some sort of wormhole. We haven't exactly done sufficient testing yet. We had uh, begun our inquiries into it, but, um, well, frankly, we haven't been able to get that far in our research. As soon as we received our, our call from, uh, from the Alliance headquarters, we came to help. Hmm, I see. I'm just going to add the other captains to the call, if that's okay. Very well. And I'll um, uh, I'll add our captain and uh, I've forgotten his name now. M Ziddle. M Ziddle. That's the one. Uh, captain M Ziddle. Yes, this is Captain M Ziddle. This is Captain McQuaid as well. Um, 
RA9 has has managed to find a pulsar 24 parsecs away from here. Uh, Oh, JO4374715. Yes, yes, Captain. Yes, Hmm. that's the exact one. Um, What was the name of their ship? The science ship? The Pathfinder. The Pathfinder um, has found evidence of oh, a no, wormhole. I'm sorry. That was Captain Mzittles. Captain Mzittles oh, was the Pathfinder. The science vessel was wa- the Wakeman. The Wakeman has found evidence of a wormhole there. Um, captain Tahani, perhaps you would like to explain to the captains. Well, um, we haven't really done very much research on it. It's... There's a possibility that it is a wormhole. We're not entirely sure of the stability. We're not sure of much. We only had the chance to send a probe for basic scans. We didn't have the chance to fully investigate it. It was uh, next on our list of things to check for before we got the call from Alliance HQ. Hmm. Those initial scans you received from the probe, what were they? Were they promising? Uh... They were insufficient for me to give you any sort of confident answer. If we were to pool all of our science teams and try and research this thing while we're en route to the Pulsar itself, um, do you believe we might be able to ascertain? Captain, the problem is um, the Pulsar is 24 parsecs uh, off our course. I know it's a risk. I just have a um, Captain M Zittle. How fast can your ship get to, to uh, twenty-four parsecs away? Our ship has similar abilities as yours does. We can travel at FTL eleven. Hmm. And how? <clears throat> how? Uh, what's the phrase here? H- how good is your science? section no disrespect bent captain our science officers are of the highest quality as is what is expected of the alliance of solar systems and planetary orbital organization officers hmm what if we were to take all of the science officers aboard our vessel and we could head there ourselves at warp we could we could do it at warp 11 i believe we have the the team to do that and investigate um the rest of you head towards du- or head towards algebra and if it's we are going to travel 24 parsecs off course to investigate the possibility of some sort of quicker journey that seems well, captain, foolhardy captain no i i think i think you're right i'm just extremely worried that uh the sort of damage that Carter may be able to do if he reaches those systems before we're able to get there. Captain M. Zittle, as a unit, we can only travel at FTL 10. If one of the fastest ships were to break off, from what FTL you had 11, said, could... from what you had said in regards to the specifications on the Saskatchewan, Carter was only able to travel at FTL 10 as well. Hmm. But, um, Tahani, what's the FTL capabilities of the Wakeman? We're, uh, we're a science vessel. We're only able to travel at FTL 10. 
10 as well. Hmm. Well, this is it. Do we investigate the Pulsar or do we just hedge our bets and head to Algebra and hope that Carter doesn't have the time to set up? We won't be able to catch him at uh, FTL 10, even if we can. Two of our ships, I should say, push to FTL 11. So he has five days on us. So if we were to travel at FTL 10, which is the fastest speed we were able to go, then it would take us 50 days at our very f maximum capabilities without rest. Hmm. But well, if this wormhole exists, we could reach them much, much sooner. We would arrive before they would. Should be a very strong position. That is what I'm thinking. Uh, how many how many days would uh, traveling at FTL 11 shave off the total journey? I'm gonna pull up my uh, chart there. Yeah, it's um, it's a 3.3 hour difference per parsec. So uh, I don't think so. It's 50 days. Uh, so let's see, 3.3. Captain, would you like to borrow my slide rule? You still have one of those. Uh, NASA used it to send men to the moon, Captain. I think we should still be using them. I'm would shave in your affinity for old Earth history. It would shave uh, 17 days off of the journey. 17 days. Well, what if you were to travel at FTL 11 towards Dubny and see if you could ascertain something prior to them arriving um because as we now know you can get there before he can i suggested and... this to alliance command as the first available option from our previous position they suggested that uh, we were only to travel in our task force of three i have no problem with this <sighs> I think that if you were to travel by yourself, what would happen if they had some sort of reinforcements? Your ship can only get you so far. And they do have the technology to drop ships from warp. Hmm. Unless you took a alternate route via some sectors that um, they would not be expecting. At warp 11, you should be able to navigate in such a way that you would be able to do that. It does still seem to be adding more time to our journey. Hmm. But if all three of us do go to the suspected wormhole and it doesn't exist, that will also add time to our journey. This is true. Pulsar and wormhole traveling isn't my expertise. Uh, I am feeling lucky. However, Tahani, I feel that it is... Uh, it is in our best interest if we were to listen to your judgment on this, being uh, an expert on on stars and pulsar. You can see clearly, like she's uncomfortable with this whole thing. Yeah. Like um, she's not making it hidden um, on the. Uh, well, I guess I guess you would be on the you'd be on the screen. There would be some kind of split screen on the um, on the communicator. Um, and uh, she would she would be visibly kind of distressed by this. 
I have no experience when it comes to traveling through what is a potentially unstable wormhole. We don't even know where it would take us, and you're assuming that it would take us to exactly where we need to be. I think I am. That is why I'm referring to your expertise on the matter. The only thing that I know is that there is a potential wormhole located in that area. I don't know where it would take us. It could be a few kilometers away. It could be to the other side of the galaxy. Expecting it to take us to exactly the place that we want to go is foolhardy. And I think any expectations towards the wormhole being the answer and solution to all of our problems is frankly a horrible idea. Captain, I don't think anyone is suggesting that. We're suggesting that perhaps now is the time to use all the tools at our disposal. How is it a tool? If it is unstable, we don't know anything about it. Even if we were to try and investigate the partial data that we have on the way to the Pulsar, which would cost us several weeks of our journey, then we still wouldn't have enough information. We would need to send probes through the potential anomaly to try and investigate where it would take us out. We don't have that information. Yeah, I, I believe you, right? I don't think we're going to have the time to properly investigate this. And uh, I feel like it was a shot in the dark. It was worth looking into, though. Um, the issue still arises, the issue um, still arises that we can only travel at FTL 10 as a group. So, what I'd like to do is step out of character for a moment. I'd like everyone to help make this decision amongst the group. What would you guys like to do? You have several options here. Um, Captain Tahani has told you that there is an extremely unlikely chance that the anomaly, the potential wormhole in the Pulsar area is a possibility. You don't know if it's stable, if it would take you anywhere. Um, could be close, could be far, could be anywhere, could be anything. Um, extremely unlikely chance that this could it's assist so, you in any way. So or, unlikely. Okay, look, right. I love sci-fi, and I love the last third of a sci-fi movie because they go to that wormhole, and somehow, somehow, that wormhole takes them where they need to there be. Was, there was a really... See, I was going to say something different, but that's a really compelling argument. I, I know. <laughs> there was also a really uh, interesting statement that was made uh, earlier in the chat. Season one of Warped ended with a warp core explosion. Season oh, two, season two, season two ended with uh, a universe-ending explosion. <laughs> it's on. We brand. also spent a chunk of season two trying to get out of being trapped, essentially, in like a wormhole anomaly. Also, yeah. third time's a charm. I was going to say the same thing. Like, I really want to wormhole. <laughs> I got a character. Okay. Like, I really want to do it. <laughs> I think we it's, would have them all again by then. We can refresh. I, I think it's the most fun option. And we play games to have fun, so I'm down to try the wormhole. 
I'm ready fun is the basis of all my roleplay decisions in character. <laughs> I just don't want it to be a... I told you so! Come That's definitely going to be an I told you so. <laughs> but it'll be uh, fun. All right. I, I, I figure the odds may be in-game. In the narrative, the odds are against us, but this is the last episode. And we have I each feel other. like Lucky Lucky is on our side right now. <laughs> All in favor of trying our luck and going to the wormhole, please salute. Ready for that for that was everyone for the for podcast. The, yeah, for the MP3 that was that was everybody voted for the super unlikely option of the wormhole saving their butts. I mean, if we make the jump, it'll be good gossip, so I'm good for it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I I feel like it's an important decision, which is why I wanted to hop out of character to to sort of make it. Um, and I didn't want to just put it on Bobby or uh, or that uh, that put put all the pressure on him for that. So, um, all right. So, uh, basically, Tahani is s- s- giving you a lot of um, a lot of like scientific reasons why it's not a good plan. <laughs> um, and I, I'm liking the science talk, Tahani, but I I have a feeling about this. I know what my brother is capable of doing, just based off of what he was able to to, to pull off on Vendelaire. The last thing we want is for some instability to, to develop so close to soul space. We cannot afford another war. I know that it's going to be basically impossible for us to reach Dubny together in a group, and that is what we need to do. Um, you three are more welcome to join us. I'm going to take the Explorer, and we're going to investigate the Pulsar. You're what? You're more than likely, or you're more than welcome to join us. Uh, I would appreciate any and all help from your science teams on this, but it has to be done. I will say it right now, this is going to be my final mission as a captain, and this is, I think, the best way to do it. I cannot let Carter cause any more trouble <gasps> in my life or through the through uh, the Alliance. Sorry, I forgot to do the gasp, but you said this was your final thing. <laughs> if you're in, come with us. If not, send your reports to the Admiralty. I don't really care. I only want to get my brother. This seems foolhardy. Captain, you must reconsider. I have made up my mind. I won't take my crew through an unstable potential failure. Well, would you at least help in any way you can um, via distance? We can send information back and forth while we are heading towards the Pulsar. I will send all information that we have gathered on the Pulsar. That is all I suppose I can ask for. Thank you both so much. Um, that is what we will be doing. They both just kind of stare um, for about a second or so, and then, uh, good luck, Captain. Yes, we'll need good it. luck. And Mzittle doesn't salute you. Captain Tahani gives a sort of reluctant salute. Um, 
Yeah, I hold the salute and I hold the call open until they disconnect. Well, Neil, what do you think? Uh, Captain, if you would have asked me a year ago, I would have said you were stupid. Not your face, obviously, because I don't want to get to reports. Um, But you have taught me that uh, sometimes you got to take the slap shot. Am I saying that right? You remembered that line? Of all the lines that I have been feeding you, that's the one? I'm so impressed. I'm going to be honest, Captain, that's the only one I wrote down before I started feeling a bit woozy. I'm not going to look into that. Um, we should take our stations. Can you um, inform our crew as to what our plans are? Yes, Captain. There's like a really slow fade in of like. Dun, 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 dun. All got, hands. You this got is the touch. Dun, 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 dun. You are you a fantastic crew. <laughs> you have been through many trials and tribulations. And now it is time for us to pull together, to go against the odds, to take the slap shots. I'm just standing next, like, sort of... (laughs) What does he mean by slap shot? It is now all or nothing. I believe in you, crew, and the captain believes in you. Let's get Carter! (laughs) Did I change his location recently? Uh, this is when everyone cheers. Go ahead and roll uh, charisma <laughs> plus Neil splaining. <laughs> yes, he has a skill called Neil splaining. Twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, there's some sort of cheers around. Whoop uh, <laughs> whoop. Jimmy's got like a, uh, I don't know, maybe, mm, I feel like he's got like, a, he's in the middle of a snack pack, probably like snack pack in one hand, taco in the other. I'm dipping. He's trying to eat a Cheeto that's like hanging off the side of the desk at the same mm-hmm. time. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, everyone starts to get ready to head towards the Pulsar. Um, All right, we're going to get some rolls here. Make some stuff happen. Uh, Okay. What I'd like is a roll from, first of all, from RA9. RA9, you start to get in um, information, the scans from the Pulsar, from the Wakeman. I'd like a logic... Plus, do you have physics? Uh, I do. Ooh. Yeah, you can give me a physics roll. 25! That's a crit. What? That's what? a crit. What? <laughs> That's our day. It's our day. I inspired him. He got That's... his Helvetica, and he got a rousing speech. That's a 25 on a 5d6. Jesus Christ. That's a roll. Um. Wow. Uh, okay, so yeah, you're you're sort of gathering all the information. From what you can tell, uh, I mean, technically there's no crit on a skill check, but 
it is what it is. I like to I like to mm-hmm. play that way. Um, you're gathering up all of the information here. Um, it's a lot to process, uh, literally, and you um, you can tell that they've been doing studies in in the in the uh, pulsar area for. Uh, you know, at least a few weeks gathering up various information. You can see that they've sent out a few probes investigating various anomaly that are happening around it, seeing all the different electromagnetic radiation that's happening and the various effects on the space uh, surrounding it. Um, You find this anomaly that they were talking about. You see that it has a possibility to be some sort of uh, wormhole. You, the only information that they've gathered on this is sort of superficial um, in that they can tell that it's definitely deforming space and that um, particles that entered this, uh, this, this uh, anomaly disappeared or sort of managed to go somewhere else. Um, so... That's about all you know from the data. Um, you can, you know, spend some time sort of investigating potential ways to expedite any travel or trying to use this data um, along the along the way here. Um, but that's the superficial information that you get. Um, I'd like. Uh, we're gonna have. A roll from Zebu here. Roll for Zebu. Um, Zebu's gonna make first of all a uh, astrophysics check, and he will use his luck die on this. It's a 23 from Zebu's luck die uh, with the one explosion there. It's pretty nice. Uh, okay. Uh, he says, mm, Captain, I have plotted a course to Perfect. the JO4374715 Pulsar. Excellent. As soon as we're clear, engage maximum warp. Yes, sir. We are traveling at FGL 11, sir. Hmm. Yeah, we'll do FTL 11. Very well, sir. It will be a 24 Barzek journey. Make it happen. Okay, let me just check on this to see how long this is. This is seven hours per parsec. I totally calculated the other one wrong before. I think it was a smaller amount of days to shave off. Should be seven days, right? No, because it's not 24 hour a day in this thing. Yeah, there is. Yep. Or is it 24 hour day? Yep. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Then. Yeah, it's just 24 days. Yeah, yeah, 24 days. So, 24 days. A little over three weeks to make the journey. 
Uh, yes, sir. 24 days to make the journey. That sounds fine. We have to do it. Mm, very well, sir. Initiating uh, FTL spool. Um, Zebu's going to start to spool up the FTL drives. Um, are you reaching out to any crew members before then, Captain? Um, yeah, sure. I'll, uh, boop, boop. um, Captain to all speakers. This is Captain McQuaid. Please prepare for maximum warp. Boop, boop. Yeah, the, uh, the warp drive begins to spool up. Jimmy. Um, oh, this ain't tacos, Jimmy. You've just gotten you've just gotten kind of everything patched up and fixed and whatnot. You can hear the warp drive uh, start to. Yeah, it's sounding good. All right, Zebu is gonna go ahead and make his piloting check. Has no more luck die to blow. An 18 on a 6d6. Okay. So, the warp drive begins to spool up. Um, the engineering crew all is just kind of looking at you. They're all pretty exhausted. Uh, you've been working them pretty hard to get this done. And... Um, you know, there's a few people that just kind of, like, sit down hard on their butts. Um, and, uh, yeah, Perfect Ford kind of, like, uh, runs over to you, Jimmy. Namaste, Ford. <laughs> Do I shoot him? <laughs> I'm going to leave uh, that up to you. <laughs> I shoot him right in the face, right in his stupid face. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I pull I pull a gun out. And it's a proper Borean gun. You didn't and have I... to give me a present? You deserve this, you bastard. Well, I have and I take aim. And I pull the trigger. And I shoot his snack pack. <gasps> it's like chocolate confetti. Lord. And I'd give you a big hug and you're now covered in Cheeto dust. Cheeto Cheeto dust. Me on for one more one more plumbing job. It's the tacos. I'ma delete them from all around the ship. You won't be able to get a taco on this entire ship. Listen, I just put out the plumbing jobs for someone called All Crew, and people can just take their pick, so my um my tablet just squick <laughs> boop him on the nose with my tablet. You see that? That's me. Wait. You're sending all the jobs to me. All of them. Wait, your name's All Crew. <laughs> Dora, engage protocol four zero. Confirmed. Boop. You hear the affirmative chime like, 
Doodling. I quit! Oh. Alright, dude, take it easy. <laughs> I, I, you seem, uh, I pick up my pad. I send the notification to all crew. That, you've actually uh, got a you've actually got a, a pop up message uh, that's that's sort of highlighted. Uh, one of your one thousand six hundred and eighty two messages unread. Yeah, but you've got a new one. Guess it's not important. <laughs> send message to all crew. Ford quit, everybody. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what are we going to do? He's the only one that knew what he was doing. You know, like, you hear a lot of that kind of talk, like murmurs about the about the crew. I'll be fine. You guys are good at your jobs. and I was going to name my first child after him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you feel like unquitting, just come and let me know. He was the second coming of the Dave, he was. Uh, he taught me how to read. <laughs> uh, everyone, just make sure that the warp core doesn't stop going like that. And if it does, make sure you fix it. And after we've done this, we'll all get tacos. Everyone just kind of looks at you uh, and says, uh, "There's, there's one, uh, there's one, um, there's one human that just kind of walks up to you and says, uh, sir, uh, excuse, excuse me, sir.' Yeah. Uh, we just, we all got notifications, sir. Uh, sir, uh, all, all." All uh, replicator uh, templates for tacos uh, were just deleted, sir. Okay. Captain, come in, please. This is Captain McQuaid. Uh, do you have the engines all situated? Uh, I'm afraid there's been an emergency and we're going to have to cancel warp. Excuse me? What happened? Uh, there's a problem with the computer systems, and a lot of stuff got deleted. Vital. What do you mean got deleted? What vital information got deleted? It was uh, just it was just the taco uh, template, sir. Yeah, they're telling me all the taco templates with the replicators are gone. Who fucking cares about tacos, Jimmy? Get the fucking warp cores finished. Boop, boop. I have had it with this fucking crew. I think something's wrong with the captain. Dude, Ruby, are you there? I'm Leslie sorry, uh, yeah. simply literally pushed her. I knew it every she, time. She pushed the she pushed the imaginary imaginary button on her shirt and expected that to unmute her microphone. <laughs> <laughs> When you were hearing my obnoxious laugh, it's fine. It's fine. Ruby. Uh, y y yes, Jimmy. I think the captain's sick. 
Mm, how, how do you think he's sick? I checked in on him like two days ago. What happened? Well, he said, well, he implied that no one cares about tacos and he used the curse word, so. Hmm, I haven't heard him cuss in a while, but I mean, I haven't seen him love tacos, but I, I can I can check in if you want me to. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm going to just make sure the warp core doesn't blow up, so. That would be, that would I'll be good. Just get back to you later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> God, no tacos. <laughs> I like pull one out of my pocket. <laughs> I Half get to work on just calibrating. Yeah, this one's a lint flavored taco. It's the best flavor. Uh, Ruby, come here, beige. Uh, yes, Ruby. Uh, I have a couple questions for you, if you don't, if you don't mind. Do you have time? Uh, yes, of course. Do you have eyes on the captain right now? Yes. Is is he okay? I nod. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, also, am I on speakerphone? Uh, no, no. He's standing right next to me. Oh, oh, hey, Captain, are you okay? I was just checking in. I didn't want to bother you. You seem really busy. Okay. Hi, Ruby. Hi. But anyways, I got a report that you potentially weren't feeling well, and I just wanted to check in. So. I'm doing good. I'm now talking over Commander Page. <laughs> um, also, uh, how I heard that we we're going on. I don't. I didn't get any uh, memo for the specific uh, logistics of what we're going into with this. Um, if you move your head down a bit, Captain, you might. You might be able to press his button to add me to the call. Push <laughs> you away a little bit. That's better. Uh, yeah. What should I call my mom before we go on this? Um, maybe. I mean, for for Commander Bay to get this excited, I'm I'm very confused as to what what why why are we uh why are we rallying the team essentially? Just to raise spirits. I promise the crew will be safe. What should I prep the medical bay for potentially? Nothing specific. Just be prepared for anything. Excuse me, uh, Captain McQuaid. I've just received a uh, ship notification, sir. It appears we have one of our escape pods has just launched from the escape pod bay. Excuse me? RA-9, scan that ship. Give me a computer's plus logic check, please. Captain, it appears to be. Oh God, a twelve on a five d six. That's that's triple one. No life signs Um, you can't detect anything in the escape pod. It's just an the, escape pod got launched. There doesn't seem to be anything in the escape pod, Captain. Nothing in it. Wyler, can you lock on with the tractor beam? Yes, sir. I'll get right. And that's when the ship. Goes to warp. Um. All right. Captain, yeah. come in, please. This is Captain McQuaid. Okay, we're warping now. Can we fix the taco situation? So, all right. Yes, Captain. Can you ascertain the direction from the ship that just went to warp? 
can try. Um, Thank you. Not a 12. I'm not going to let you roll it again. Uh, I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, it looked like it was... It, I mean, it was probably headed towards the moon of Shoku. Uh, Ruby, do you have any monitoring on the escape pod? Any nah, video feed? She wouldn't no, have anything. I mean, the only time. Oh, would... not Ruby. Uh, Dora. Oh, so, so I'm just still sitting here. I'm just listening in. It's fine. Sorry, on? Ruby. I meant Dora. Sorry. Dora. This is like that awkward like call that just keeps adding people, and the tangential <laughs> nature of the call just oh, keeps I've spreading out. Ruby right now, it's up, she heard Wyler, so she's like, "Okay, hey." <laughs> do, do you still need me? You know, like it's one of those like, "Should I still be here?" Um, <laughs> kind of calls. It just goes nowhere. Um, and uh, Dora gives you an affirmative chime, uh, basically that says. Uh, would you like the recording of the area outside of the escape pod? Yes, picture in picture on the main screen, please, Dora. Okay. You get like a, uh, you get like the, like, awkward, like, uh, um, fisheye lens, you know, from the camera that's like in the corner of the room. And you can see, you can see like, uh, you can see this Borean, this Borean start to like, walk towards the uh, escape pod they're like extolling their hands are like going up and they're like they look like they're very animated and angry um and uh <laughs> you can see they're just taking snack packs and just throwing them at the wall <laughs> they're like <laughs> just launching these snack packs everywhere and then like they purposefully turn towards the camera and they just go <laughs> well then Dora who, is that the plumber uh, you get you get, on screen right you, now. you get you get uh you get an affirmative chime uh that says chief engineer Jimmy Marinson change the designation for crewman Ford to be ship's plumber approximately 17.3 hours ago. So he quit and stole a ship or a shuttle. An escape pod. Just an escape pod. Just Technically a... an escape pod isn't... Oh, just an escape pod. Well, technically if you... But he was escape... The rules are a little hazy. I'll have to look up, Captain. Just write up a report and send it off to the Admiralty. We don't have time to deal with uh, something like that right now. Uh, yes. Yes. So we, we get this, like, view of, like, Perfect Ford in this, like, little shitty escape pod. That's just meant for, like, one normal-sized person. So Borean's probably pretty comfy in there. It's like having the person next to you on an airline not show up. Um, and, uh, you know, he stretches out his legs and everything. Um, We've got a brand new escape pod vehicle. They'll give you the key. You notice, you notice, uh, right now that the, uh, the interior of the escape pod, 
um, is not very clean. There's a there's a bunch of like food wrappers and stuff in here. And then you notice like one of the one of the panels is like covered in Cheeto dust. WD forty. If it was WD forty, it wouldn't be squeaking. <laughs> but sure. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, you start to like clean this off. Then you realize that like the you start to like replay like the the ship's maintenance. Uh, over the course of, uh, you know, space dock and heading out here and everything. Go ahead and give me a logic check, please, Crewman Ford. Uh, I think it's just three. No, it's four. Six. Seventeen. You start to remember that uh, Jimmy was just kind of working on random stuff like throughout the ship and you realize that there's a strange smell coming from this escape pod you what the hell's that? you find this like sort of pile of taco waste <laughs> just like leftover leftover stuff uh, in the corner of the escape pod there's like a pile of remnants of like three or four tacos and it's got that like bachelor apartment smell going on in here it's starting to permeate your nose what <laughs> and you realize that this is this is one of the things that Jimmy was working on <laughs> over the course of the last few months. Working on. This is when he comes for a sit down. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was totally Jimmy's like crash spot where he just like spend most of the day not doing anything. Um, can we can we do Only a crash zoom to a con style? We just get, we get your face like up against the 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 viewport like of the of the escape pod like, and we just hear the you got the touch fading out like as, you, as it pans away from the pans away from the escape pod. Uh, that's probably a good place for us to take our break for today's show. We're gonna go ahead and take our break now. Uh, and we'll be back in just a little bit, guys, for the remainder of the finale of of, of uh, the series here. Warped will be wrapping up. We'll be wrapping the show up here in, uh, in a bit. So hang tight. We'll be back in a few minutes for the last part of the show today. Wherever. We'll be back, guys. Hang tight. Welcome back, everybody, to Table Story Warp, the official stream of the What's Old is New RPG. If you guys are unfamiliar with the system that we are using, you should go check it out over on WoinRPG.com. And if you want to help support the show, one of the best ways you can do that, or help support Table Story, I guess in this case, is to head on over to our wonderful sponsor, 
uh, over at patreon.com slash morris and morris.podbean.com, which is where you can find the MP3 versions of the show and um, listen to Morris's uh, awesome podcast that he does, uh, which I was on recently. I was on that uh, two Wednesdays ago and um, had a lovely conversation with uh, Morris and Peter about um, about a whole bunch of stuff, mainly live streaming and uh, how the whole roleplay live streaming thing works and uh, trials and tribulations and such and things uh, of that nature. Go check it out, and it's a wonderful way to support Morris. Uh, in case you were unaware, Morris has just recently launched a Kickstarter for Judge Dredd, uh, which has, which was funded in nine minutes. It's funded in nine minutes. They're up to $113,000 so far on the Kickstarter, uh, and it's only been going for, for two days. Uh, man knows how to kickstart, doesn't he? Yep, he's pretty good at it. He absolutely does. Like his kickstarters <laughs> kick ass. Pretty good at it. He kind of, kind of, kind of good at it. Yeah, um, should definitely check that out. Um, but let us continue with the show here. Uh, no, nine minutes. Blind observer. It was kickstarted nine minutes. Nine minutes. Um, pretty, pretty insane. Um. But let us continue. The group heads to warp and begins to make the long journey to the Pulsar, uh, choosing the extremely unlikely option of uh, finding a potential wormhole in in the uh, in the vicinity. Whoops. Um, they try to head to the pulsar that is nearby and i use nearby in quotation marks because it's still 24 parsecs away um so they begin their journey um i think what uh are you guys trying i i feel like there should be some roles here we're gonna speed up this journey it's obviously the last episode so we can't spend forever taking this trip. Um, what's what is everybody trying to do on the journey to prepare yourselves for this? I guess uh, we'll go through kind of we'll start with Captain McQuaid, and uh, we'll go through everybody what the, what you guys are trying to do on the way. Um, so I'd say like just the main general objective is for us to put as much resources as possible into researching the data that we get from the wakeman on the pulsar okay so like most of my focus is is put like most of my my on like on the clock quote unquote hours as as captain during these hours these uh during the journey is spent helping researching and going okay. through the data so captain mcquaid is going to be assisting the uh the science officers with the with the task of of trying to brainstorm i guess uh what could happen with this with this information um again you have very limited information as communicated to you by ra9 you have sort of superficial information um it would have required an insane role from ra9 uh to make this happen uh where it would just work and there'd be no problems um you have superficial information um and uh we'll, we'll allow you to do one role um, okay. along the way 
Um, but I just want to hear what everybody's kind of planning to do um, before we start doing rolls. We get to communicate with the other ships, right? You can communicate with them for a little while. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically you can... You guys are going to start to go off of the path of the subspace communications soon because this isn't really... You guys are kind of out there in terms of where you're headed right now. So you're probably going to be like... There's probably like a subspace relay set up like from the Pulsar to um, Alliance HQ. Um, you probably will be out of communication range in the next couple days until you get closer to the Pulsar. Then I would try to at least receive and relay information of like what we find if we get closer and find out more information try to yeah the that. the uh the wakeman would have definitely set up some sort of sub uh, subspace relay uh as they were doing i mean the, the pulsar is studied you know like they they were sent to to study this so they were expecting to be there for a while so they definitely would have set up some sort of subspace relay okay Anybody else doing anything special on the journey? Uh, nothing special. I'll do a bunch of diagnostics and then go like lube up all the torpedo tubes and stuff. Taco grease. Yeah, I can't can't talk to the captain about taco things because I learned anything about angry captains is they kill people. So I don't want to die. Yeah, so make sure you lube everything. Even yourselves, if you want. Jimmy glistens. <laughs> He's obviously rubbed himself with a fair amount of... Uh, of. Uh, I, I feel like it's got to be something... It's got to be something random. Lard. <laughs> it's, it's some kind of... Jimmy's trying to piece together, I think, the taco recipe by himself. And nobody <laughs> cooks anymore, right? Like, nobody cooks. Like, they just use the fucking replicators, so nobody actually knows how to do stuff. So Jimmy's been trying to, like, piece together this taco recipe. Yeah, like, in my downtime, I've just been looking through the options for crunchy stuff until I find the perfect shell. <laughs> so I think you've been experimenting with different oils. So yeah, you you've just you've been trying different oils like on yourself and like also trying to find the perfect flavor as well as uh lube up the torpedo tubes. Yeah, the chelio segment of my <laughs> experimentation did not go well. Ah why is everything burning? <laughs> but yeah, I just I just uh I make sure the ship's in good health. That's my my priority. Sure. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a logic roll? Uh, plus, do you have cooking? Oh, no, definitely not. Okay, yeah, this is just a straight logic roll then. Let's see how your investigation into uh, tacos has gone. Come on, little Jimmy. 14. 14. Okay, so you have determined uh, that uh, a light... Uh, flavorless oil is probably good to use to uh, brown the meat. 
Sweet. You, you're starting to narrow down the uh, spices to use with the uh, with the with the meat, um, which is of course replicated. So it's fine. You just use whatever. You know, you don't have to worry about any <laughs> any Brahmin getting slain. Um, <laughs> I replicate a small black book and put all crew in it. <laughs> Underline. Um, yeah, so you've uh, you've covered yourself in grapeseed oil. Yeah, I think feels good. Having trouble staying in my seat though. Um, yeah, so you, you've made progress on your taco journey. Um, fair enough. Uh, the, the, the lubing of the torpedo tubes does not help in any significant way. In fact, you've probably received several warnings from Dora, uh, while you're in the torpedo tubes, like, like, <laughs> several systems damaged. What's the worst that could happen? It appears that circuitry uh, retaining to guidance systems uh, has been sufficiently damaged. I should fix that. <laughs> so I pay less for what I go. I go around lubing things with excess oil and then fix the things I break. So yeah, we I just get these that. like, you yeah. get those like weird, there's no possible way that they could get a camera in there kind of angles like inside the circuitry seeing the light like peering down through it you see like these drips of oil like yeah i just send my reports off to the captain repaired torpedo tubes damaged from chili oil (laughs) (laughs) is the ship gonna fall apart now that it's gone Yeah, I received the order. It's almost like you're trying to figure out my master plan here, Peachy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would like everybody to know, Peachy sent me some secret communications uh, while everything was being fixed with the ship about how unstable Ford was getting. <laughs> while all this shit with Jimmy was going on, being forced to become the plumber. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I've, he's been building up to this. <laughs> so I think this is the real reason Peachy wanted to go to the wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> not my ship, not my problem. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you get these reports, Captain McQuaid. I just read the title of the report and just mark it as red and... Just keep scrolling. Chili oil disaster. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I'm not even opening this up to read it. I'm just marking it as red. And 100% just... disaster is spelled wrong. I feel like Jimmy is the worst speller. I'm just a lazy speller. Do you capitalize anything? That, no. It's not that I don't know how to spell, but it just takes too long to spell it the whole way, right? You're that person that used like the letter U and the little R, letter R for like U R. Yeah. <laughs> you probably get like a medbay report as well for like chili oil burns to Jimmy, and you put two and two together. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else doing anything else on the trip here? Mm, I think. Uh, Tate is working out. Ruby Tubi has been nervous about our previous experience with um, Captain's brother. 
and so is now really overly prepping the medical bay as well as um, spending a lot of time making video logs um, just kind of preparing because that last one was big and she worked a lot of hours and there's things she wants to she wants, she wants to say so that's what she's been doing keeping to herself Boker is just Boker so. does the crew know we're going through a wormhole that's up to you guys I'm gonna go down to medical, actually. Uh, I assume all the officers would know, but again, that's up to you guys. Well, because the captain was quite vague to her when he said to prep the thing. And I don't know if that's because he didn't want her to know. Uh, I'd say if we've been at war for any amount of time, I would have just given the senior officers a brief rundown of what we were doing. That we're just heading there to investigate it first and see if it's something that we can use. Uh, RA9, can I have your um, uh, your notes and experiments on the, the, the uh, Pulsar? Uh, I wouldn't have found out much more than before, right? So we didn't get much info, but... Um, I'll, I'll, basically, what I'm basically what I'm, what I'm going to... You, you can give the information that you have so far, um, yeah. but what what what's going to happen here is mechanically, I'm just going to let you do one more roll to see uh, in anything you can parse from the information that you have. Right. Other, like otherwise, anything that you discover would have to be done when you're there. I'll send uh, over the files now. And they're, of course, in Helvetica. You gotta get the use out. Of you that. totally, yeah. you totally didn't get them that way. That was you just you. <laughs> yeah, you sure. applied the style. <laughs> and then I go down to medical. Uh, Ruby. Uh, uh, yes, Captain Page. Um, uh, I, I believe the captain's told you that uh, we're going to investigate the wormhole. That's uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not, uh, not do you... I've been to before, so a little. Don't know much about wormholes. No, I mean most of my most of my, I guess, uh, missions before this were not as far away or dealing with the jumps like that. Well, I, I can't say that I've, I've dealt with uh, wormholes. Um, here, these are reports um, that RA Nine gave me. I don't know what any of these words mean, um, but they might help you uh, prepare. What are these? What are these reports about? Uh, this is all the information that RA9 up to this point has discovered on the Pulsar. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what kind of pr procedures that you need to prep your med bay, but perhaps. Um, they're, they're useful. There's a lot of big Latin words, which I, I noticed that you use a lot as well in, in medical stuff. I, I mean, these are mostly like scientific reports about uh, statistics to where we could apparently fail a lot. So, um, n n no. I mean, I could prep medical bay for just anything, frankly, but um, I don't see anything here. But it's very well designed. It, it's very well laid out. You know, looks very, very legible. So, my hat's off to RA9 for that. Thank you. I'm in debt for the next 24 years of my life. Why? Because 
me and RA9 now own Helvetica. You own Helvetica. Yeah. I mean, I, you know. We own the license. We own a license for Helvetica. Was this an investment? Were you planning on just being the only people who can use it and sell it, or was it just to do it? Uh, what RA9 said. RA9 said that the only way that people will believe and listen and pay attention to all the important videos we do is if we have a font that uh, smacks of excellence. Well, he said. He said. Excellent. Wait, he said smexlence? Excellence. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know much about font choices, but it's very nice, and I can read it very well. So, may maybe, but I don't know if, you know, I, I know that there are probably many, many more fonts, so please, uh, 24 just... years, Ruby. It's like student loans. I'm sorry. Student loans? What are student loans? Medical school. I can't, can't tell you. It's a lot of money. Top secret, is it? Well, my parents paid it off, but you know, usually people have. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, obviously, um, my parents paid it off as well. Yeah, I remember I'm, I'm telling about your mom. That was a long session. Mm. I know he, the hum, humanity got rid of the uh, the whole paying for school thing a while ago. <laughs> this conversation never happened. Gr Gris? No, <laughs> Gris still have that. They've got that going on. Well, I mean... People I, have to I, sell I, off their piglets wait. to pay for the... Uh... I still do have my mum's mom, my inheritance from her I'm dancing days. Did, did your mom tell you she paid off your student loans to guilt you? Because you know that's not a thing for... Well, I was still paying... I was still paying her the money. Why? That's we'll student loans. That another day. Um, you, I think you should look into potentially other investments your mother made, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I'll but check she's dead now. So it was a, it was um, an olive oil incident on the pole. Your mom sounds like a very interesting character. And that did, uh, but you're interesting on your own. But I'm really glad a lot of her traits didn't carry on to you, Beige. Uh, thank you. That's so very good. I'm a good dancer. Okay, I'm gonna thank you for the reports. I'm gonna set up medical bay for the best uh, abilities based on the stat statistics with this report and what could happen. But I don't really, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here that doesn't translate to me. Not it's to not really my field of expertise. Also, was your Latin joke a pig Latin slide at me earlier? A I just want to make a pig no, Latin. Never mind. Never mind. I just no. Wanna... no? Yeah, I got that joke a lot in medical school. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Have you had it on the ship? Because technically, I'm HR. Oh no, no, no! This is a long time ago. I'm still kind of reeling from it. So. Because okay. I did, I did notice a couple of reports um, uh, against uh, Crewman Ford. Yeah, Crewman Ford was put on a couple of details to come in and clean up after a lot of the work that happened with the previous encounter with Captain's brother. He didn't seem like a very happy person when I was asking him to like help clean out the uh, bedpans and things. I don't know. 
But Jimmy told me he was the one that we should ask to bring in for that. So. Yes, well, it seems all foul that he was chief engineer and Jimmy um, changed his job title to plumber. That seems very dramatic of Jimmy. And I will save that for my gossip book later. Yes, um, also, Crewman Ford did escape uh, aboard a, 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 Wait, a stolen... A stolen escape pod um, deleted 20% of the replicator database. Um, now no one can have tacos. I'm sorry, wait. 20% of the replica database was tacos? It was... Uh, the, the, Jimmy did them all. There was a base taco went in there. That's it was, gone as it well. was It was one taco, but he put the entry in. <laughs> So it looks like we've leaked so much data. He, he, when he was putting the recipe in, he thought he was doing it wrong, so he just kept making copies. And it's it's like Peachy in Photoshop. There's just a, a 70 billion, 11 billion taco files. I had wondered whenever I was looking for more healthy foods for people to administer into their diet that taco was listed literally under every category. I don't know how tacos were under you know leafy greens, but interesting very interesting. well i guess it's gone now so that's solved that's i suppose fine. is jimmy okay though because i know that's like his the computer's laptop. running faster <laughs> i did notice my setup was going way smoother in here yes yes um we are having some strange malfunctions reported aboard the ship though if you have any please do um s send a message to to me and or the captain uh, and what? we'll let Jimmy know, perhaps. What malfunctions? Uh, what What were the things? The um. Jimmy oh, the, yeah. There's uh, there's like torpedo tube malfunctions <laughs> going on. He's just basically some sort of strange chili oil disaster. Something to do with torpedo tubes and chili oil. I had had a lot of reports coming about people with like their eyes burning for some aroma when they walk past different areas of the ship, but I, I didn't. I assumed it was like. Maybe an allergy to the cleaner, since Perfect Four was just using straight up bleach on some stuff. So. I don't. I, oh. oh. You didn't smell it. I did, uh, Well, I can't. I like the smell of bleach. It's clean. It smells clean. Mm. Probably used to doing that. Okay. I've got one of them little trees uh, in my locker. Uh, it's just a bleach flavored one. A bleach tree. Okay. okay. All right. It's well, I'm gonna... clean. Bleach is clean. <laughs> I mean, it does remind some people of cleanliness. Sometimes it reminds other people of, you know, their childhood. Maybe it reminds you of your childhood. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it does, actually, because bleach cleans up stripper vomit really quite well. You, we should talk again sometime <laughs> about your childhood. Or maybe just make a video log and send it to me after hours. That would be nice. Right. Just okay. You, 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 I mean, you seem to have it pent up a little bit. I just want to make sure that it's not, you know. <clears throat> well, you know, emotions are always better when you just compress them and hide them deep, deep, deep inside, aren't they? I, is that something else your mother told you? Yes. Hmm, okay. I'm going to schedule an appointment. After I get through prepping the medical bay, uh, maybe tomorrow or the day after, Will you let me know when's the best available time for you just to talk about this? I want to learn more about your mother and her ha habits with you, I suppose. Yes, 
okay. Um, she didn't have a pet name for me. She called me Mama's Little Ashtray. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Is it... Where did you, uh... Did you have dry skin? Uh, well... Afterwards. Quite dry. Did she literally? I will talk about. It. I'm. I'm taking it. I'm making a note. Oh, good. This is. Wait. Why? This is probably why you like cigarettes. Something to make it a note again. Okay. All right. Well, schedule an appointment with me at some point uh, in the next day or two. I'll set up medical and make sure that we have space for. The, we have plenty of storage space to cover the stories of your mom now. Apparently all the tacos gone, so. Yes. Oh, okay, thank you, Ruby. Thank thank you. Also, uh, if you're going back to the brig, keep, um, how's, uh, how's Wyler doing up there? Uh, Commander Wyler? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, she did spend ten minutes turning around really fast, trying to grab something, um, but she's... As as normal. Okay. I, as... I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> is, is everything okay? Is there anything no. I need to look out for? No, that's fine. I just uh, I don't see her very much, so I'm very curious about updates on her uh, health and status. You know, I, I could increase her uh, mandatory visits if you'd like, just to make sure that she's okay. If you're worried, that'd be that'd be great. You go ahead and put that in her schedule if you don't mind. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll do that now. Okay, thank, thank you. Bye, Ruby. Kind of sh- helps shove him out the door a little bit. Mama's little ashtray. <laughs> Lord. Alrighty. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, let's do some rolls. Uh, first and foremost, um, we're going to do RA9's roll to determine uh, what other stuff you can learn along the way here. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a logic plus physics check. Um, Captain McQuaid has ordered you to do this. You get a bonus of one from that. Uh, Cap- and Captain, are you assisting with any luck dice or anything? Um, no, but I was actually going to help as well. Like, can I? Do you want me to roll myself, or do you want me to give him an say, like an extra die, just to say I'm helping, and then I would take that as my turn? Yeah, it's going to be an extra two d six. Uh, do I get that? Yeah, uh, so this is your modifier. So you're going to get an so additional 2d6 plus if you want to use any luck dice. Cap- okay, so three. Wait, so ca- one you, because the captain told one me. One because then. of an order. Yeah. And then two more because the captain yeah. is assisting. So that's going to be a total of three on your modifier. Now plus right. any plus any luck dice if you want to well, use it. I think I have both of my luck die now. I have four. No, this two. is over a course of of a few weeks that you guys are looking into this. So just yeah. assume that you your luck has been refreshed. All right, then I use two, all of mine. Boop. Oh. Holy. How many dice is that? 12? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 dice. So we had an explosion on the luck die, which has yielded from 11d6 a 43 a 43 let's go big wow that might be the highest roll i think 
I know we had a couple 40s. I don't know if we got into 43. Um, that might be the highest roll. Uh, I got 48. Uh, uh, go, go to heck. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Let me have this. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, still didn't get a crit, oddly enough, with 11 dice. Um, but 43 is pretty damn good. You guys basically spend the majority of your time trying to figure out this data. Um, if you've communicated all this information to your officers, Weiler um, has basically stated the... Um, I guess the, the sort of uh, echoing of the opinions of... Uh, Captain Tehani, as the tactical officer, she has basically tried to prioritize the safety of the ship, and she's essentially uh, agreeing with Captain M. Ziddle's uh, means of handling the tactics and Captain Tehani's um, feelings about the wormhole. But she's a loyal crew member, and she follows along with what the captain says um as far as what you guys figure out uh for the anomaly um it is in fact a wormhole from uh the information that you have you still don't know where it could possibly take you if you would arrive there safely or not because you only have a sort of superficial reading. From what you have gathered from the various information from the uh, pulsar, um, it gives off varying degrees of electromagnetic re radiation from very far distances. Um, you have sort of calculated the best time for... Um, so you sort of tried to calculate a sort of pattern between the fluctuation and the radiation that's happening from this pulsar. And you can tell that it definitely has some sort of effect on this anomaly. It is possible to try to use the radiation as some sort of compass to try and help you use the wormhole to your advantage. It's going to come down to luck in terms of if this can happen in a quick manner. Uh, you know, if the fluctuations can be used in a way that will be predictable to actually get you to use it in a positive way. Uh, you, you can, you've, told, you've been able to tell basically that the fluctuations of the electromagnetic radiation are responsible for the fluctuations of the wormhole. Um, and that's what you get. It's a lot. Thanks. So, if you are able to try and time it right, there is a chance that you might be able to use this. So, it seems there's a chance. A very small one, yes. But a chance nonetheless if we could properly align the radiation with the electromagnetic waves 
emanating from the pulsar. I think we might just be able to do it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Captain, I must say, the more I look into this, the less likely it seems that this will work. Well, it may be an older thing, but sometimes, Ari, you just have to have a little faith. I just uh, tap him on the shoulder. Of course, Captain. We start to, like, slowly, like, pan out as we see William Riker going over the, the holodeck simulation of the record of this crew. <laughs> and that's where they made some very difficult decisions that would ultimately lead to their doom. <laughs> no foreshadowing, though. <laughs> okay. So... You guys uh, start to get close to the pulsar. Um, um, in my free time, can I spend it just leveling up some skills? Can I just... It's up to you. I'm going to say no. You guys okay, have cool. plenty of time to do this shit. <laughs> okay. We're in the finale. I'm not wasting any more time trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> we nope. wormhole in skills. Oh, no. Can I add the wormhole skill? Can, can I create? Uh, I was thinking wormhole, like expertise. knowledge, <laughs> wormhole can, navigation, wormhole navigation skill. Yeah. Can, can can I get that one? Nope. <laughs> you guys are effed in the B. This is the these live with your choices. These are the ones I, you have made. Can I get the ashtray skill? <laughs> no. An exploit. Ashtray march. Resistance to fire damage. <laughs> so. Uh, you guys start to approach the pulsar. It's been a long, uh, you know, 24 days. The crew is extremely tired. Um, they've basically been working without any sort of break as, as you guys have been moving through warp. Um, and, uh, you get a notification basically from RA9, um, uh, who's been reported to by Zebu. uh, Zebu letting you know RA9, um, Zer, we are approaching the Bulsars, Zer, shortly. Is that to me, right? Yeah, yeah, he's telling you. It's the chain of command, basically. Hmm. And I'm supposed to tell Captain, right? Just so I'm not miss... Up to you what you want to do with the info. All right. Um... How long until we approach? Yeah, approximately one hour, sir. All right. Captain. Yes, sorry. We have approximately an hour until we engage with the Pulsar. Perfect. Uh, I assume we've finalized our calculations as to when we best think we have a window? (laughs) As much as we can. Very well. Okay. Get within range of the pulsar, uh, and the ship comes out of warp. All right, can you put the pulsar on screen? Of course. Your eyes immediately burn out your skull. <laughs> <laughs> the brightest object in the universe. <laughs> That's a crazy, right? What color is the pulsar? 
White? White. Uh, another white pulsar. I mean, it's, let's put it this way. It, if it did have a color, you you wouldn't be able to tell because it's so bright. <laughs> RA9? Yes? What is a pulsar? You don't know what a pulsar is? Uh, no. It's not really come up in paperwork much. Well, the pulsar is a highly magnetic rotating neuron star or a white dwarf that emits a beam of electromagnetic radiation. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Well, that's why it's my job. Right. Also, you're not allowed to change your um the 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 entire ship's uh, GUI to Helvetica. Okay, you're gonna have to stop. You're gonna turn that off. Okay. If, I, if we don't, we wasted the money on the you, license. You, look, we can use it on memos and stuff, but we can't use it on the GUI. Look, Neil, there's a there's a pulsar. Right. Where is a pulsar? Oh yeah, never mind. So. Um, before you stands the, the before you sits the pulsar, um, which is quite spectacular in general, just uh, running through several filters of the of the ship. Um, you're getting all kinds of readings just in general that the um, the shielding um, has to basically been upgraded to uh, counteract the radiation and such, um, and. Uh, Nothing crazy. It's nothing to the point where you guys have to modify the ship or anything, obviously. But you, you've probably had to shuffle around some power, uh, power to, to the to the shields, um, and you. Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's you know fluctuating and 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 pulsating, which is where it gets the the pulsar name from, um, and. Um, What do you do? All right. Yes, Captain. Um, and I'm like walking over to a station at this point. What is the time window that we're looking at where we think it, we might possibly be able to hit somewhere around algebra? Uh, how frequently does that come around? I'm assuming you would... Calculations. I'm assuming it would be like a very, very tiny window, right? Like it's it's not based on like day. So like between Thursday and Wednesday, you go there. It's seemingly like it's it's a thing where it's so random that like the the you have to sort of run programs on the computer to determine a calculation to figure it out. Do you know what I mean? It's like you have to run two separate things just to kind of give yourself a window. Um, and it's it's a small time frame for sure. It requires precise piloting and um, a shitload of luck. So it seems the window isn't open for very long. Um, does it, the, the data seem to indicate that it like it's like a cycle, so it probably comes around like every few hours, but the window's very let, small. Let, let's put it like this: it's if it is a cycle, it's like pi. You know how it just kind of keeps 
you know, it's, it's like a very, a very wide cycle. Like, if it does sort of come around to the point where you might be able to hit Algebra, it's, it's so, like, it's not the same. You know, like, it's not the same kind of fluctuation of energy. Hmm. Okay. I would like to remind you, Captain, that we still can go back. Well, of course, but it, we can make this work. If this is off or not, all right. I feel like we can make this make this happen. Um, keep going over this. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back yes. to my to my seat. Of course. Um, I'm gonna walk up to uh, to to Neil, uh, Commander Beige. Yeah. Yes, Captain. Uh, you have the con. Yes, Captain. And uh, I'm going to walk off um, to the turbo lift and just go to one of the common washrooms. And I'm going to just start studying the thing just to see, to my best ability, when I think the window is from now. Sure, there's like a, a funky smell that's uh, coming from this washroom. You can hear some something that sounds like splashing inside. <clears throat> I'm going to take out a little bit of my maple-scented cologne and just dab it under my nose. Just, like, viciously. <laughs> viciously and, uh, dab yeah oh yeah i'm like tossing it's just it's don't it's, anybody it's do it don't don't when does it seem like like is like another from the calculation like the thing that we've come up with is uh the next closest time look um give me a logic check please uh re9 logic plus Computers. With orders? Uh, sure. Hmm. Boop. 23 on a 66. Uh, within an hour. Within an hour. Huh. Perfect. And then the time after that? You're not sure, but RA9 expects possibly months. Possibly months. When I notice that, um, I'll just finish up down there, go back up. Um, no, no, you go into the, you go into the washroom. Yeah. Inside, Boker is in there. Uh, she has turned on all of the sinks. And is sort of splashing around naked on the ground of the washroom. Singing the native song of her people. Which is. Splish splash, I was having a bath. <laughs> and she just like squirts soap, but not only on her, but like on everything. <laughs> And just rolls through it. Mm, get in the back a little bit. They say make sure, make sure bottom back coat and washed. Hello, Boker. Braxton to Weiler. Yes, Captain. There seems to be a situation in Lavatory Four. 
Did they send you both to come here? No, I'm. This what you. I'm quite fine. You, you. <clears throat> Goodbye. I'm gonna quickly run out. Hopefully, I don't. Hopefully, I don't slip on the floor. <laughs> sure. But I'm, I mean, I'm quickly please. running. Give me an agility check. Do you have running? I don't have running. No, yeah, this this is gonna be an agility based uh, check. Okay. Instead of what about ice hockey, but that's a skill. I'm quite agile, surprisingly. I'm a little nimble, but I, I don't have any skill like that. A 15, 15, uh, 46. Yeah, you do one of those things where it looks like you're gonna slip, like it's like, whoop, 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 and then you like you right yourself and you just kind of slide out of the out of the washroom. This <sighs> <sighs> good. She like just leaves the bathroom out in the hallway to go find Wyler and be like, "Is this good?" Clomp, clomp, clomp. Is this good, babe? Just completely nude through the ship. Yeah. <laughs> it's catching. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's it's, a whole. You're so freeing. <laughs> I feel like this, there's a whole episode of you getting thrown back in the brig and like. <laughs> she was so Reviewed the security footage over and over and over again. <laughs> Gotten quite sticky. I'm Captain, I'm going to need a moment. <laughs> time to break! This is sandwich time! Um, so, uh. <laughs> yeah, there's. I feel like there's just this side adventure that happens there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she walks completely naked to the brig to find Wyler. Bangs on the brig door to get Wyler, and it's just as soon as the door opens. It's it's oh god, it's a scene. Um, all right, so the hour passes. What are you guys doing here? Um, well, as like the the time was going on, I was having like a, a discussion with him about how the next thing was like months from then. Um, just just briefly. If we were to set up some sort of probe or something through the wormhole, is there any chance that we may be able to tether something to increase our chances of making the frequency of it coming around a little bit quicker or controllable? From what you were able to tell, uh, RE9, um, if you enter the wormholes the same time as a probe, um, if you're able to send the probe ahead, um, there's a, like, a slight chance it could help, uh, you navigate. But sending it in ahead of time with any sort of, um, it's just, it's probably going to end up in a different place, basically. I see. So it would have to be like almost directly. Yeah, the wormhole, from what you can tell, is unstable and it's not going to the same location. It's directly affected by the electromagnetic radiation hmm. of this pulsar. So it, it seems, RA, that if we were to maybe. I lean a little closer. All right, what if I were to pilot a shuttle behind a probe going through the wormhole? I'll take my chances. We still aren't completely sure if this wormhole is safe for life to pass through. If it works, I will try and set up the probe on the other side of the wormhole because it's going to need some some fine tweaking. 
And if that's the case, we can safely navigate the ship through. I truly don't want to risk the lives of everybody on board based on this, but I know my brother and I know what sort of damage and destruction that he can cause. I understand your reasoning, Captain. However, if the ship was to... It... Shouldn't a captain go down with their ship? Is what I'm going at. Well, if I can successfully traverse the wormhole with all yeah. the... If I can, and we can successfully create a link, we can bring the ship through with some level of confidence. I am not willing to risk the whole crew um, to do this, but I will do it myself. Whichever decision you decide to do, I'll stand by it, Captain. You, you will do this in complete confidentiality, correct? Yes. Okay, I've prepared this letter, uh, and I hand him an envelope, um, and then on the front says, Commander Beige, uh, if I do not make it back, hand that to Commander Beige. Yes, Captain. Uh, and in there will be orders um, to deal with the situation if I do disappear. I'm going yeah. to go down and uh, head to the shuttle and board it. And can you initiate a launch just prior to? And um, I know you're going to be the only person manning the, the scanners, so nobody will be aware that there will be a ship out there unless you alert them. Can you just not tell them that I'm doing this? Is that an order? That's an order. Then yes. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we did it. If it works, you can name the formula. Yeah. And the what? The formula for the the wormhole. Oh. Yes. Just put me in the credits somewhere. Of course, uh, Captain here. And I'll give him one of the the spoons with with my the, the name thing on it. It's totally plastic. <laughs> Hopefully, this will bring me some sort of luck. Uh, I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Uh, and then I'm just going to walk off and just look back up. All right, um, just let me know when you you found out. Um, as I'm walking past the captain's chair, I look to Commander Beige. Uh, captain, uh, Commander Beige, you have the con. Yes, Captain. Perfect. Um, I'm going to quickly walk into my office and grab a little flask of the best Canadian maple whiskey that I have and pocket it. And then I'm going to just rush down to the shuttle bay and... Uh, quickly hop in a shuttle and and take off okay so wait what what is exactly the plan uh it was basically to send me through with a yeah. probe to mm -hmm. see if we could actually like create the wormhole or make the wormhole stable so the rest stable. of the ship okay. could come through all right basically did you secretly take the shuttle yeah mm -hmm. captain yeah yeah, I, I would have, yeah. Would we get an alert that a shuttle was left? Not if it the captain turned off the notifications. Yeah, I would have went through and, and disabled everything. I would have relieved people as well as I was in the, the hangar bay if there was anyone there. Ruby's weird. She's like, or she's like, that's weird. 
For some reason, I'm not getting any more updates about the captain's pedometer via his device anymore. It's weird. Did he just sit down? They've been sitting this long for a while. I wonder if it's broken. Boo -boo. Um, Ruby Tootie to Jimmy Marinson. Oh, namaste, Ruby. Uh, do you or any of your crew have time to go and check up on Captain's pedometer and his uh, personal device to make sure they are still connecting with, I guess, their uh, Bluetooth? Ah! Please don't let Bluetooth still exist. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, I'll do it in a minute. I'm just working on something. Crunch. Right now. Did you just step on some tissue paper? Sure. Okay. Well, make sure you know don't slip and fall. Can't really. I don't have space for you right now. Okay, go to the ghost. Check out the captain. See you later. Bye. Bye. All right, nine. Yes, babe. What's what's this on the screen now? What's this? This thing. <clears throat> Pulsar. Oh, that. Oh. It's been the there for quite a. It's been there for quite a few hours. Yeah, but I've only just been given the con. Oh, well, you've seen, this is the fourth fourth time you ask. Z zoom and enhance. Did we do that? Will be very bright, of course. Uh. Oh. Okay. Okay. And zoom. Stop it. Enhanced. Can we get like some sort of shade? There's just a filter oh. that gets applied. Oh, that's better. That's very bright. Are we sending a probe or something into it? I've not been told. <laughs> Are you feeling okay, Aranon? <laughs> yes. So, have we sent a probe into it? I assume we need to do something. Are you scanning it? Where we? So, Ari9, uh, you'd get the notification that uh, Captain McQuaid's shuttle is launched. Okay. What are you looking at? And uh, um, data. Oh, of the of the pulsar. Yes, Paige. I'm very busy looking at all this data. Yeah, but what are, you, are we? So we scanning the pulsar? We, A we, lot of data. Where's the captain? <laughs> Commander mm -hmm. Barish to Captain. Boop, boop. This is Captain McQuaid. Um, Captain, I realize you put me in con. Uh, I feel like I might have missed a memo. Are we? Are we, what are we doing with the wormhole? Are we going to scan it? Or are we going to probe it? Well, I've only been gone for a few minutes. So I'm just using the washroom. I'll be back in a bit. I had some breakfast this morning. It just really didn't sit well. Uh, well, RA9... Uh, sorry, Captain. RA9, what are we doing with the wormhole? Well, <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling so great, uh, <clears throat> Commander. I'll, I'll, I'll calm you back in a moment. Captain out. Boop, boop. Uh, yes, Captain. What, what, what are we doing with it? So, Captain McQuaid, what are you doing? Um, I would be piloting the ship just to the mouth of the lip of the wormhole and basically waiting for... Well, that, that's what I'd be doing right now. And as I'm um, going there, I would type a silent message to RA um, just to say, ready the probe, 
um, I'm in position whenever I get into position. Okay. RE9, go ahead and give me a... Um, give me an agility check plus computers. Yeah. RE9, come in, please. Yes, that's amazing. Do you eat food and stuff? No, amazing. All no. right, then. Bye. Do -do. <laughs> I'm using my distracted exploit to give him a 2d6 bonus. <laughs> so is it also a captain order now, or does he have to be on? It's an order. So uh, Actually, he might have a range on that. Well, there was a range of on the bridge, but we changed yeah. it to just make it just an order. And then it had no range the way we've been playing it the whole, or the whole campaign. We change it to just order based. It's not what it is. Sure, book. let's do that. So, For, um, so and then plus two more yep. from a uh, lovely mares. Okay. Twenty three on a sixty six. Okay, so yeah, uh, the probe is launched. Okay, the uh, the second I noticed that the probe has been launched on my scanners. Um, I'm setting up a warp uh, or setting up the engines to take me to the wormhole time just just after the probe like we had uh, discussed earlier like just just after and the second that that's the case I initiate um, engines and follow the probe into the wormhole give me a piloting plus your agility check please Captain McQuaid okay is that the probe RA9 plus so we are sending a probe. He's twenty nine lying. A twenty nine on a ninety six. So the probe gets launched. The probe gets launched. Uh you can see a shuttle out there as well. Um Commander Beige. Helm, is that a shuttle? Flying towards the wormhole? All right, then scan that shuttle. Is that one of ours? Um, so uh, Zebu says it appears to be one. Uh, you see the, the the view screen start to magnify as you you see it's clearly a shuttle belonging to the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations Explorer. Was everything scheduled? R nine, open a channel. Captain McQuaid. You try to time things where your shuttle heads in uh, with the probe going in. Now, I want to clarify something before this happens. Are you timing the probe to go at the time where it's supposed to get to Algebra? Yeah, that was the initial jump point, was to Algebra. Yeah, that's okay. what we calculate. Yeah, that's whatever we the calculations was the destination is. Okay. We're matching that. All right. So, uh, the probe goes, and you follow it in. What's it look like as I enter the wormhole? The probe or the wormhole? The wormhole. Okay, it just looks like a distortion in space. Like it, like if you look, it's like a refraction sort of of light. Like you see stars kind of wobbly and 
um, misshapen stuff like that. Um, Remember the tunnel from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder? <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> the space sort of distorts. You see the probe go in, and you try and follow it as closely as possible. The shuttle heads in. On the view screen, uh, everyone on the bridge can start to see sees the probe like go in and the shuttle following it in. Um, that shuttle's going through the wormhole. Captain, yep. what would you like, uh, Commander? What would you like me to do, sir? Uh, uh, they responding to our hails, RA9. Uh, nope. Uh, uh, Captain. No response. Dora, please locate the captain. It's probably, probably the captain is no longer aboard the ship. Dora, what do you mean the captain is still aboard the ship? Where, where is the captain? The captain left the ship. Five point three minutes ago. I look over to the shuttle. It going into the wormhole. Yep. All hands, red alert! Shields up! Helm! Follow that shuttle! I wanted to say that since we've started! So, Zebu says, Yes, Commander. And... Zebu will start to pilot the ship into the wormhole. R9, hail the shuttle! It's in the wormhole, right? Shuttle's gone it's into the gone. wormhole. It, 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 I, I, it, it's gone. Uh, all hands, brace for impact! If it does work, and I'll, I'm... I don't know what to do. So, the captain just left me. Zebu starts to pilot the explorer towards the shuttle. Zebu gets a 25. Not a great roll. On a 96. Captain McQuaid got a 29 on a 96. Captain McQuaid, you head into the wormhole. Uh, space is all kinds of distorted. You're getting warnings all over your display. Uh, just all these alerts and everything are going off in front of you. <laughs> You're getting, like, uh, torsional stress all across the shuttle. Uh, you can see, like, hull pressures alternating. The shields are trying to compensate for all of this. Um, and you're just doing your best. And you are shaking like a motherfucker in there. Um, you're getting sort of tossed all around um, as the inertial dampener simply cannot compensate for the crazy forces that are going through on this wormhole right now. Um, as, you, uh, as you start to travel through, space just looks all kinds of distorted. You're seeing, like, stars stretching and strange particles and things, like, uh, passing by. It feels like you're getting, like, torn apart. Like, your face feels like it's stretching, and your body's all uh, kind of feeling like it's being pulled apart. Um, 
you've got like no sensor readings basically as you're into this thing. The only thing that you've got some sort of connection with is the probe. Um, and the probe explodes in front of you. Well, I take the uh, flask of whiskey in my pocket and unscrew it and quickly down the whole thing. Dora? You hear the affirmative chime? Where the fuck am I? You hear... Captain McQuaid, it is undeterminable by the currents. That's bad. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just sort of manually try and check uh, the status of the shields. Okay. Um, the shields are fluctuating like crazy. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, they are... You can see there's, like, an immense power drain on them right now. Um, I'm rolling for all of this stuff, just an yeah, that's, FYI. That's cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can see that they've been drained about 80%. Okay. Uh, does it seem to be, like, 80%, 79%, 78 or like no 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 i mean they've oh, been the drained 80 percent oh, yeah like so you're down 20 percent yeah but is it going like that like 20 yep 19 hmm. okay commander Ryder, wyler ready to check the beam um so the ship has entered the wormhole following behind the explorer starts to shake violently um, everyone uh, is feeling this sort of weird stretching sensation across their bodies. Uh, it's painful. And <laughs> for the podcast, they're jostling their cameras. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like painful and, and strange. It feels weird, man. Helm report. Zer, we have entered the wormhole, Zer. Commander Waller, can you get a lock on the ship with the tractor beam? I will try! Engineering full power to shields! Jimmy gives you no response. <laughs> Engineering, are you wishing me? Do you feel weird? We are currently traveling through a wormhole. An untested wormhole that has never happened before in the history of the Alliance, Jimmy. I need full power to shield. Must be a really big worm. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy, go ahead and give me uh, an engineering check plus, uh, uh, plus your logic, please. Is my luck die so we don't blow up this campaign? Okay, thirty-two. So okay, Wyler gets a nineteen on her check to try and uh, see if she can lock some sort of tractor beam on the ship uh, onto the shuttle. 
I can't get a lock! RA9! Can, can you read the ship on the sensors or the probe? RA9, go ahead and give me a logic plus computers, please. Sixteen mm -hmm. on a five D six. The only thing you can tell is uh, that the sensors are pretty scrambled. Uh, you've got really vague readings. Um, you do get an indication that the probe has been destroyed, um, and you can't really. I mean, you can tell that the 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 shuttle is in this wormhole with you, but you don't know. Anything really beyond that? The shuttle seems to the, 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 the probe seems to be destroyed. The shuttle is somewhere out there. I'm not feeling. Oh bloody hell! Um, um, the shuttle's dead. It's not destroyed. No, the, the shuttle is still. I can't read much. Bridge to engineering. Uh, uh, namaste, Neil. Uh, J Jimmy, how are you with tra transporters? I mean, fine, I guess. I'm gonna need you to perform an emergency transporter with uh, the cargo transporters on the shuttle when we get a reading. Can you can you do that? Is that a thing? Um. I can hardly stand up straight right now, so I think that would be a really bad idea. Jimmy, this is a red alert situation. What? It... Oh, yeah, red alert. Uh, it's a bad one, Jimmy. Yeah, when the red alert's going, it's just... Jimmy's, oh, you can see, Jimmy's In Jimmy's point of view, he's been, like, trying to cover up the light because it's been, like blinking so i feel like he's got duct tape and he's just been trying to cover up the lights <laughs> yeah well at least it isn't a other color alert that would be bad jimmy i'm now acting captain we have to save the the actual captain do you understand no but teleporting Get to the fucking transporters jimmy okay jeez who <laughs> run all to the teleporter run. Sure. Do you ask Dora for help? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to make you do a roll otherwise. No, it's always Dora. <laughs> it's Dora. Dora, take me to Transporter Bay. <laughs> Jimmy runs as per usual. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You head to the transporter bay, uh, arriving. Sort of, you see people like shaking, like uh, violently, like uh, you know, as you pass them as they're trying to run to their stations or whatever in the hallway. Sweet. You arrive at the transporter bay. Neil, come in, please. Yes, I'm here, Jimmy. I've been here the whole time. Are you still acting like a captain? Yes. It's not important! Um, just want to say that there's a chance we could... The ship, we could teleport the ship, but not properly, and then we'll kind of teleport inside other things. 
And things might blow up, and that could be bad. Jimmy, we need either that shuttle or the captain off that ship and safely on board our ship. Right. Well, I mean, either way, it's going to be hard. It's a bigger target, but it might explode or a little target, and it could die, so... Take I'll try and get you as accurate readings as possible. Not really How corrections, whatever. Yeah, sure. Well, let me know when you got those. And okay. can you talk about the taco thing since you're captain now? No! Who's <sighs> your medical? Bridge to medical. Yes, yes Commander Maid. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's I'm. I fell. I can't. What? Yes, I'm trying to yes. keep everything from crashing and breaking. What? Yeah. What do you need? Uh, we might have a medical emergency in the cargo bay. Um, the captain seems to have left the ship. Uh, he's flying through oh, wait, a wormhole. The captain left the shuttle. So we need to get down the cargo bay. Everybody, get your segways. Get your segways. Pedal, get your mini segway. Let's go. Little army. You might need to coordinate with uh, Jimmy. We hear. We're to the limit. I know. I wish I had like a helmet. There's so like a. There's a segue montage. It's all like low camera angles. Like they do like that A team worm's eye view. For some reason, there's ramps in the hallway, and you're just <laughs> flying over the cameras. Mm -hmm. There's it's like, probably crewmen that have like fallen. Boxes and <laughs> We're not going that fast, and there's plenty of like wind in the hair and stuff. Like, let's go. Uh, uh, Commander Beige, where where is Jimmy? Is he headed y'all's way, or is he going down the cargo bay? Jimmy's uh, currently at the cargo transporters. The, the transporters. Cargo transporters. The same thing. The transporter bay. I'm going to okay. try and give him coordinates for a more accurate lock, but I don't know how accurate we could be in a wormhole. Okay, I'll meet him there. I'll take oh, the best of salute. I gotta... <laughs> Helm, can you follow the wake of that shuttle? I will do it, sir. Good. Uh, RA9, I need the location of that shuttle. And I need it now. I'm working on it. Well, I need it 20 seconds ago, RA9. Well. Can I roll? I just want to have it look. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a logic check plus uh, computers. Mm-hmm. Good old one. It's... Ooh, a 15 on a 5d6. Um... It's getting worse. Helm, so... we need to get closer. I am trying. Sir, I can try something risky, but that is the only way that I will be able to get closer. Well, the captain would do slap shot helm! Alright. Sir, I'm. I, I don't know what will happen, but I can. I can currently try to send the ship briefly into FDL. Um, that sounds dangerous. It is extremely dangerous, sir. Uh, crew, <clears throat> crew, this is acting, Captain. You'll <clears throat> Everyone brace. 
Hold on to your legs and kiss you back goodbye. It will knock out the warp engines, sir. Um, that's bad. That's probably bad. Yeah, sir. Engage. All right. All luck die are burnt already. It's a 23 on a 66 from Zebu. Zebu engages the FTL drive for a split second, spooling the drive up and basically knocking it out. Yeah, um, it's a good thing you're not in engineering as this happens, Jimmy, because the sh the sound that the the FTL engine makes is not a good one. It's like a yeah, everyone's probably panicking in uh, engineering right now. Um, we just see people flying by the camera, like, holding their face. Ah! Um, as uh, <laughs> uh, they come flying past the camera. Zebu will use his exploit, Warp Maneuver. A very dangerous maneuver. You use your ship's FTL capability to reposition your ship on the battle map. You can move to any location to which you have direct line of sight. But your resultant facing is randomized, and your takes your ship's FTL engines offline, and it take at least an hour to repair. Let's see what we get. You guys want a six? Oops, let's roll that on the table. That chat. is an opposite of a six. Damn it, chat! So you guys feel this like horrible pressure for a second. <laughs> We're up to the The ship starts to like um feel like it's getting pulled apart. Uh and you end up facing the opposite direction. Uh and you head out of the wormhole. Back the way you came. <laughs> Everything's sparking. Circuits are breaking. Lights are flickering on the ship. The FTL engines are knocked out for one hour. Sir, I lost control of the ship, sir. We are out of the wormhole, sir. Can we still read the shuttle? That's a negative. Um. Also, you do not see the pulsar in front of you. Where is where is the wormhole? Where's the pulsar? It seems to have retracted. Retracted. Check. Check behind us, sorry, right, nine, please. It's gone. Gonna get out of my chair. I'm gonna walk. For the podcast, Pony just looked behind himself. <laughs> <laughs> now that's acting. But Pony just like adjusts the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't 
Um, yeah, I get out of the chair and I walk closer towards the view screen. Then we are truly lost. In front of you, you see a very different sight. Um... Uh, in front of you, you see what appears to be a strange... It almost looks like a nebula. But it's not quite a nebula. There's these strange particles kind of flying around in space of varying sizes. They seem to be glowing. Strange, multi-hued colors. And... Um, yeah, there's this weird... I'd say like a bluish green kind of color in space ahead of you. Report, what am I seeing? Scanning. Uh, computers? Give me a logic plus computers check, please. Mm-hmm. They, they just get worse. Worse and worse. It's a 12 on a 5d6. Ridiculous. Um, you see no stars. There's some sort of ambient light coming from somewhere. Perhaps from the particles. From something. But you have no idea where you are. Yeah. Definitely not where you were. We seem to be lost. Being lost? Do you say there's no stars? Yes. How could there be no stars? And um, also, Neil, um, I need to give you this. And I'll give him the, the letter. Paperwork isn't going to make me feel better right now. Maybe it's a little cabinet. bit. Neil. Orhan, stand down. Moving to beige alert. This is acting, Captain. Neil Beige. Engineering, I need FTL up and running as soon as possible. Drop the shields. I'm, go I'm going to the captain. My, my... You have the con. All right, all right. I read his letter. <laughs> uh, it's written quite haphazardly and kind of quickly. Um, scribbled the sheets. It's on the back of some old work order that you, uh, you would have given me probably like a, a month ago. Just why I don't mind writing on it. Uh, just says, Neil, if you're reading this, I'm probably dead, which means that you're the captain now. Good luck. P.S. Don't drink all my syrup. All the best. Braxton. Good luck. There's been another page here somewhere. What do you mean I'm captain? What do you mean I'm captain? I'm not the captain! No! I'm not the captain! I'm not the captain! 
We change scenes. Captain McQuaid. Yeah. Every alert that you have is going off inside the shuttle. Um, <clears throat> you've got no real readings here. Anything on scanners at all, or is literally everything is just down? It just doesn't. It doesn't. It can't process anything. Um, it's it's just kind of all over the place. Like anytime you try to scan a reading, um, it sort of means gibberish. Like you're getting temperature fluctuations and and gravitic fluctuations and um, uh, like particle fluctuations, radiation fluctuations. Like everything's in flux right now. Go ahead and give me a logic plus computers. Okay. Logic plus computers. Uh, one of the skills I definitely don't have. Uh, I do actually. Do, oh shit! I didn't even know. Didn't even see it. There we go. Oh. Sixteen. 16. Yeah. Um. Nothing that's helping you right now. You're you're basically it's it's the point where you try and do basic scans and it's just spitting back gibberish at you. Okay, um, Dora. You hear like you a distorted chime. Just run a simple estimation here. Um, am I dead? Just you, chime if it's affirmative. You hear like this uh, garbled voice come back. You are alive. What? It's, it's not. It's not. Not what I meant, Dora. Is life support? Am I? Am I going to die? Am I going to die? Hear a chime. Oh. See, that's all I wanted, Dora. That's it. Just a chime. It's not so hard. Um. Uh, how much time do I have? Uh, no. Hmm. Okay. Um. Dora. Play the Canadian National Anthem. Okay. Let's see, what's the Canadian national anthem? You need now? the OST from Jay's show. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think the national anthem now is probably like. Oh, Timmy's child. Justin Bieber's baby. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I gotta. It's gotta be something better. Uh, maybe like the Trailer Park Boys uh, theme song. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting there in glee as it's playing, and just as the finale is is about, just as about to finish, I, I open up the the airlock and just let the ship depressurize. And um, barring any divine and intervention, that's the last card I'm played. Am I drunk? 
the cabin depressurizes and you get sucked down. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely throwing a salute out. Yeah, but do you have any, like, kids you don't have any contact with that potentially could put you back in the ship, even though you were in space for, like, a short amount of time? Because you could be a Jedi. Just letting you know. <laughs> so, no, I don't have any psionics. I wish I had some psionics that left me survive in zero or in, in, so, in space, but no. Um... We get this uh, final shot, I think, of um, the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations Explorer in this sort of strange green and blue nebulous space with these glowing particles flying about the ship. And that's where we end the series. Well, you guys warped at the very end of warped. <laughs> it didn't blow up. We're just in some alternate. I mean, the captain's space. in it, did right. Y'all are in the Delta Quadrant. You just gotta make it back to Earth now. <laughs> when you have seven torpedoes, fire all sixteen every week for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you see a strange diamond shaped metallic <laughs> wedge start to approach. No, I'm just kidding. Captain's log, stardate 25704195. There's a large metallic diamond shape. <laughs> All right, everybody. Why don't we go around the room and do our final shout-outs? Let's start with Peachy. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. That was super dope to be a captain for a bit. I, I, I get why you did it, Bobby. That's that's pretty dope. Um, if you enjoyed this show, then stick around because there will be more of show on channel that is here soon. TM and tomorrow starting a brand new D&D 5e show which is gonna be legit um 7 p.m gmt start tomorrow here uh follow here if you've got a gifted sub in this channel spend that dollar spend that dollar and give it to whack because whack needs it so you can write this horrific shit so we get really depressed <laughs> because the captain's fucking dead and Neil is the captain. Like, no, nobody wants that. PB, PB went full crying. <laughs> full sobbing on uh, Identity Crisis last night. It was also, pretty... follow me on Twitch.tv full slash Peachy Pixelate and buy my merch. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Look at my breasts. You too can have a P and a 9 on your nipples. That's a skull. It's a skull! It's a P and a nine. Zagonicus! Don't listen to him! Hey, everybody. I'm Zagonicus, and the letters P9 apply to me, too. I'll let you, <laughs> let you be imagined as to why. Um, uh, I, I had a blast with Jimmy. He was 
silly and that's just that's just fun i like being silly uh i hope you guys will tune in tomorrow for the spark of eternity premiere i have had a month to work on this character and let me just say i've been working on this character for a month lots of thinking about backstory and all the rest of it so i like that i like having time to prepare so i, I know how my character's going to what they're going to do and what they're going to say in the moment so i'm really excited and everyone's been working hard behind the scenes to get the, their characters ready for you and whack in particular has been working his ass off to get things ready for the campaign tomorrow so i hope you'll be here for that and um then i guess i'll see you maybe on my channel twitch.tv or whenever i maybe do another show sometime we'll see um but yeah thanks very much for being great hope you guys had fun with the silliness podcast listeners hope the silliness wasn't too much for you and uh youtube people hi mm-hmm. um and we'll, we'll see you all soon hopefully thank you simply Oh, hi, Simply Jackson reporting in with the feels. Uh, I play Ruby Tootie, resident, resident medical officer on the ship, and I play Bokur. Um, it's been super fun. The end of last season, because of like hashtag life stuff, I wasn't able to see all the craziness that happened. So it's kind of fun to actually be here and watch the the, the deaths. <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I've had a great time. Um, season has, has been a hoot and a half. And uh, I thank everybody from my stream for coming over and supporting because it's a passion for, I think, everybody on the show to do stuff like this. And I know it's not my normal content, but I'm happy to see you guys over here hanging out. So um, support these guys. Support Whack. I, I dropped, just going to say, I dropped gift subs earlier. You got one day left to do your dollar resub. Do it. Do it. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Simply. Pony. Hi. I'm pale, but you could call me Pony. Thank you for watching. I hope you liked it. If you didn't, that's your problem. Um, this was really fun and sad. My two favorite kinds of emotions mixed together. It was great. Um, you can find me over at Pony, Pony Punch on Twitch. I do RP in GTA and stuff. Um, so I, I like this. It was fun. Um, I don't know what else to say. It's over. It's over now. Thank you, Pony. Bobby. What's up, guys? I'm Bobby. Uh, this was a blast. I'm going to be honest. It's not how I thought this episode was going to play out at all. Not how I thought it was going to play out either. I had just, way more stuff planned for a different way. Uh, it just sort of went this way. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it ended out kind of okay for for Braxton. He he was happy. He was content enough with himself when he went out. So, uh, but yeah. So, guys, stay tuned for the next one. Whenever that is, it's going to be great. And um Catch the show tomorrow, and I might be streaming tomorrow morning. If so, twitch.tv slash Bobby, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, can, can you pinpoint exactly where we fucked up? Is what, and would like a, like a, there. Where you fucked up? In there, yeah. In this episode. I mean, where did, all season? Where, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, I mean, in this scenario, like, like 
uh, I know. And it was there was a very small chance for success. I rolled mm -hmm. to see how things were going to go in the wormhole. Basically, I had to roll. I gave you guys three chances for me to roll a six. And if I rolled a six, you would have made it through the wormhole. I rolled zero sixes. <laughs> so it's your fault. I rolled. I think I rolled a one, a three, and a four. Um, yeah, and then and then like you had like one last chance to like pull it through, and I rolled the one for for Zebu to try and 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 get things sorted. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. That was legit. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. So. That's what happened. Um, yeah, so uh, that was fun, guys. Uh, we tried things a little bit different with this uh, with this show. Tried to do sort of a silly kind of uh, zany space opera type thing, um, and uh, it was. I think a lot of people a lot of people had fun with it, um, and it was it was definitely fun. Um, so thank you, as always, chat for watching. We appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, I'm not going to restate what Zagoticus already said. Tomorrow we got a premiere for uh, for Spark of Eternity. Um, just to get people hyped on that, I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer real quick. Um, and uh, we'll take you out with that. Um, thank you to Pony. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Simply. Thank you, Zagoticus. Thank you, Peachy, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys tomorrow for the premiere of Spark of Eternity. D&D 5th Edition. It's going to be good shit. Classy Katie, uh, Maquanis, OMG Vandy, Peachy, and Zagonicus. We'll see you. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Peace out. Good night.